Welcome to the Nourishing Place podcast. My name is Kelly Newton. I'm an intuitive spiritual guide on a mission to support the collective in reconnecting with spirit, healing from the inside out, and bridging the gap between the spiritual and physical realms. I will be bringing you interviews, tools, chats, and resources designed to empower you as you expand into who you truly are. I am so excited and grateful that you tuned in today. Let's get started. Today on the podcast, I have Alejandra Rojas with me. She's a finance professional, a coach, a money mindset expert, helping entrepreneurs to become the most profitable version of themselves using her highly effective rich and mess methods. After reaching rock bottom, when money burnout reactivated an old life-threatening sickness again, she knew she had to design methods to attract money without losing her life. Ever since, Alejandra and her clients are crushing goal after goal in life and in business, from traveling and dream weddings to more income. Alejandra is always on the move, soaking up the beauties of the world. She shares tons of little golden nuggets on her podcast, which is Dear Lack, Let's Break Up. And today on the podcast, we have such a fun conversation about money. Money is a topic that I feel like is not talked about enough. And I love having people on that are talking about business, that are talking about money, that are talking about marketing and bringing this you know, quote unquote, taboo topic forward. So we kind of talk about, you know, different limiting beliefs that kind of get in our way and clearing those with RRT and subconscious reprogramming. We go a little bit into her rich and mess methods. And we also talk about financial um, success, like trauma-informed financial success. She gives us a piece of advice for new business owners um, or even just long-term business owners who maybe feel like they're stuck. We talk about pricing and she is so lit up by the topic of pricing right now. So if you're curious more about pricing and if you're curious more about just like really having a healthy relationship with money, definitely check out her stuff. All of the links are obviously, as always, like I always say, they're in the show notes. And it's really just a fun conversation about money. I really hope that you have amazing takeaways. Let us know what they are. Feel free to screenshot and tag us both. Um, I'm really excited to get this episode out to you. So let's jump in. Hi, Alejandra. Welcome on. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. I'm so excited to get into the topic of money. Okay. That's the blanket, but I just love talking about money and um, any of those taboo topics. So, you know, feels like money shouldn't be that, but it is, unfortunately, but you are breaking barriers there and you're talking about it. So can you just start with telling us just like a little bit about what you do and maybe like what got you into this like line of work? Absolutely. Um, Before like last two weeks, if you would have asked me this question, I would say, hey, I'm Alejandra. I'm a finance coach. I help female entrepreneurs uh, to, you know, be the most profitable version of themselves, increase income and reprogram their mind. But today, after two weeks of so much unfolding, I understand that what I do is a whole environment. It's not just about the coaching itself and the guiding that I can do. I have a whole platform where female entrepreneurs can understand the type of programming that we have been conditioned to reprogram their mind. And then as a consequence of that, increase income with so much ease and better their relationship with money. But it's it's so beautiful. It's so like what, what I really, really love to do is to put it out there that 
this is just a, a point of view, a way of thinking that has not been useful for female entrepreneurs to be successful in business. And we can change that. Yes, I totally got like full body chills. I can feel like you're like, it's a community, like it's everything. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's money's not something most people use money, probably, you know, 99% of the population of the world, like uses some form of money. All of us use some form of like trade, you know, so it's like, yeah. it's, it needs to be talked about. So yeah. from that, your beautiful introduction, what do you think are like the top, maybe like top two, just say like, things that you work with women so that have been like kind of taught to us and ingrained in us that are not um, helping our relationship with money? Yeah. And that's a beautiful question. And I want to make a big disclaimer here. If you don't feel identified with what I'm saying, please don't underestimate what you're feeling. You'll have your own mind, which is amazing the way that it understands and it's valid. And you shouldn't minimize that. And you shouldn't say, oh, because I'm not feeling that way, then it's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. The way that you're feeling is the way that you're feeling and that has to be enough. So that being let said- me, Let me rephrase the <laughs> yeah. question. What were the top two for you? Oh, nice. Okay. The two two <laughs> for me was I cannot get really paid or I don't worth this because it comes too easy for me. It's like, who okay. am I to charge for this? Like, isn't like, why, sh why should I do that? It comes so easy. Like, sit down, let's do a budget together. and We make a plan or whatever. It just comes so natural and so easy. And maybe it takes 20 minutes for me when I, other people would take like years or months on the development right. that I didn't see my worth. And that was huge. And I see it in a lots and lots of my clients too. So coming like when it comes to easy, it's like, it's not valuable enough. That was a big one that I had to bake through. And the second one was the experience enough. So okay. although I had a lot of experience on the professional corporate side, um, well, I, it was my first time doing business. It was my first time doing whatever, whatever. It was my first, of course it was my first time because it was the first time that I was doing things, right? But that really carried through for years. I think at least two years of my business, I was like, I just gonna go and get the next certification like this person yes. is better than me is telling me that I should be doing this process of course I need to take that because I don't have the experience so that postponed at least two years of progress when I could have you know like yeah course I don't have experience because it's my first time doing it but I can assure you that I'm I'm doing it in a way that will help my idea client because they don't know that this exists. Yes, I, I feel those. I can see that. And I can also see how that would affect and does affect women more. I, I don't have like the stats on this, but I remember hearing like that men will usually apply for a job even if they're not fully qualified, but women want to be way overqualified before they overqualified before they apply. Right, right. At least it's... in the state. So yeah, so that's, I feel like that all ties together in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, if we put some history behind it for years, men have been 
motivated and pushed to go and look for job. So it's not like you require an experience, like you have to go and work to have that experience. But women has always been the experience that she had in the past was at home, taking care of. So they have their own experience. Mm -hmm. So for years, you have been programmed with that. Like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to risk it? Are you, are you sure? Are you sure? You know, that it may come from a very, you know, care place. Uh, from a very loving place, but it's not you. It's not helpful. <laughs> it's not right. useful. That right question: now. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Stop asking me <laughs> if I'm sure. Um, <laughs> like, like, I don't know if I'm sure anymore because you're asking me these questions. Totally. Yeah, you start to get like your mind is like you're like no, but no, I really felt solid in this. Yeah, I totally yeah. see that. Well, I would love for you to talk about, I know you offer like some amazing offers, and but two of the methods that you've created, the R-I-C-H and the M-E-S-S yeah. methods. Could you just yeah. tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, I love the rich method and the mess method. They complement each other and all of my programs and all of my offers are based on those two methods. So um, <laughs> I spelled them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, I, I somehow find ways that my methods like sound funny <laughs> so that's it that's, that's the way uh, but the mess method which is my signature method is the combination of uh, mindset emotions and a strategy all together in a synergy okay. so um the way I work and the way that the whole platform and environment works is that we see female entrepreneurs as a whole. It's not a business. I'm not a business coach. I'm, I don't want to tell you do the strategy post 10,000 times on Instagram. And if you don't have the clients, whatever, that's not what we do. We see female entrepreneur as a human being, because at the end of the day, personal finances is about the person. So we really consider that in order for you to thrive or have financial success, you have to take care of your mind, you have to regulate your emotions, and you have to apply the strategy that works for you in the way that works for you. I like it. Yes, (laughs) yes. So it's really capturing all that. So it's a synergy between that and the way that we do it is through the different programs. So we have one to um, accelerate the income is just specifically looking at, okay, where are we right now with what you have, with your offers, what needs to be done? And these programs are the most comprehensive programs. So we go into sub- um, subconscious reprogramming, a little bit of the RRT there. Um, We also do uh, a lot of strategy, a lot of habits creation, which is when the rich method comes in, specifically for the income accelerator, is the recurrent income uh, creation habits. What are the habits that you will adapt subconsciously let me say that I'm not gonna give you like a a, a spreadsheet with habits that right. like go go and try it but really what are the what is the type of communication that we use so that your subconscious understands that these are the type of habits that will generate money for you of course, for that to happen, we have to clear a lot of this reprogramming that we were talking about. A lot of, I need to prove that I'm worth it of this. I need to 
you know, I need to balance between my family and my business. And because I'm dedicating one hour more to my business, I'm such a bad mom. All of this right. programming, it, it goes into the rich method. And we do it in such a beautiful way because it's just like hypnosis. Um, and for the people that don't like that word, it's just a way of communication uh, that your mind really understands that it's okay. So when subconscious mind aligns and you have the strategy, say, oh, this makes sense. And you're more likely to follow through and put the energy on it. I love it. I love that you start with one and kind of lead into the other and your subconscious reprogramming, we both have experienced and we know yeah. how powerful <laughs> it can be. So I did, another question came up while you were talking about yes. that because um, I know what RRT is, but I betting that several people don't. So you're yeah. on your way to getting certified, right? Yeah. So the way that RRT certifications work is a bit more complicated than anybody can understand. Okay. So, okay. To, so, yeah. To, 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 you're like, learning, you're <laughs> learning and implementing it then maybe I should exactly. say. Yeah, exactly. So, so what is it? So RRT stands for rapid resolution therapy. And it's just a way of thinking that Dr. Connolly have developed that is based on facts, on factual, on a way of communication that your subconscious, subconscious mind or the processor, how they, they refer to it in the RRT community, how your processor understands certain pieces of information. So right. what we do in RRT is that if you can imagine um, those old machines, when you had to uh, I love I like I I watch a lot of Bridgerton and this past stuff. So if you can imagine, like people on those ages, uh, when they had to call, they had to go into a machine and put a car so the processor read the number right, of yes, the car, yes. right? Yeah. So imagine that you are doing that with the information that you are getting on from business uh, and from money and the information that you have fed your machine before which happens is from your parents like well having a business is not safe uh, and then you start building the machine having a business is not safe then more and yes. more go over like oh you have to get the certification on x y and z so that you can start giving these uh, services so okay the machine now knows that only when it comes like only it's gonna read that information if it passes those filters so with rrt what we do is that we code again the machine said so no that was the wrong coding now we are telling this machine to read it in a way that is useful for you to arrive okay. to your goal and that is done in a rapid way it doesn't have to be like years of going through the therapies it doesn't have to be okay tell me your trauma tell me your financial trauma what happened and let's see why you are no it's not that because right what is past is past. It, it is not useful for us right now. What is useful is to understand how your mind is processing the information. And then from there, we deal the processes of RRT and then we can clear that up because when energy comes together and when you unlock the energy stuck on those moments, then you can build beautiful things. The energy yes. is never going to be destroyed, yep. it just transforms and it transforms yes. in the way that we guide it now. 
I like that. I love that too. And I like that explanation of RRT, especially because it's rapid resolution therapy. So people think therapy or they think, and I've, I've had the um, joy of interacting with him and it's, he's so fascinating, but uh, Dr. Connolly, but um, there's a lot of other people who do rapid resolution therapy. And I know you have some offers with it. Um, And then of course, Catherine's and Kina, and that's where I've mostly experienced it. And so it's, it's so interesting because you're right. Like, it's like, when I'm hearing it, I'm like, what is happening? But then I do yeah. feel a shift afterwards. So I think it's a really powerful method. And I think you're so on point. It's like, you don't need to pick everything apart and know why. And da, 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 da. we can just clear it. And especially with energy, which is a lot of what I do too, you bring that energy in and it's, it goes away. You don't need to pick it apart to heal yes. from it exactly. or to reprogram. Maybe I should say. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I love that. Like you're saying, the past is past. We can't change the past. And so much of our time is spent trying to change the past. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and it goes a little bit with um, what I do is a, f- a financial trauma informed. Uh, so yes, that's my, one of my that, questions. <laughs> <laughs> like if you really think about it, um, reactivating or triggering an old trauma is not helpful. It's not helpful for anybody, especially it's not helpful with money because it perpetuates what happened. So if you think that shouldn't have happened, that happened, but I was wrong, that happened, but it's just so many things that can trigger the trauma, can perpetuate it. And that's not what we need, especially when we are female business owners, because Mm -hmm. everything needs to go so fast at some point with business that you are like, still hanging out there five years ago and what happens you don't have a space to see the opportunities that are happening right now so and that's nice. the difference that really I love to make and RT has supported a lot with this the trauma has to be like you have to be aware that there is trauma you have to like you know um, become and acknowledge that there is trauma, but you don't have to dig in on why the trauma happened because mm-hmm. it happened. And if happened in the past, it means that it's not happening right now. So it doesn't exist. So what do we have to do is to gauge mind to understand that it doesn't exist. And then yes. move on. I love that. So, so then what is trauma informed financial success? How do you bring that in? Yes. So and again, the mess method is trauma-informed. First, considering that a business owner is a human being. It's not a corporation. Right. It is not uh, it's no money. One plus one equals two. Because it never does when we it's our own money. It's a lot of emotions, a lot of triggers. So when we said um, that we have a trauma-informed approach is that we understand that there are situations that are going to trigger, that there are behaviors that are explained on the um, trauma lens. That is not because you want to do things. It's not that you are delivering, going and spending everything that you earn because you have signed one client. That's not what we do. We understand, oh, this is a trauma response. This is a behavior that comes out because something happened and it's our job to go there and clear that so that you don't repeat that behavior yes I love it I love that too because I do think there is that like you're saying like 
it's not just a corporation. Like there's a human being there. Yes. And definitely for me as a business owner, I, I real I recognize, and it's way easier now, but it's like, my nothing has challenged me more. Okay. That's probably not true. But, <laughs> but one of the things that has been massively healing and an opportunity for growth for me is owning a business because yeah. even just with the podcast and learning how to start it and then showing up on it and then reaching out to people to come onto it. I mean, there can be, you know, physical reactions to all that stuff. And so really, you know, soothing that nervous system, being like, I'm safe. This is fine. I like doing this and retraining myself. And so all those little triggers are just little opportunities for me. But sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, let's just take yeah. a pause, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's tiring. I was talking with a client before of our meeting here in person. And she literally said, I'm feeling an- anxious right now because she have worked all of this time uh, to get some clients and some of her clients haven't paid and she was already counting with that money. So this whole financial trauma came up and I had to stop a second and say, okay, Let's find out where is this coming from? And turns out that it's just the response to the situation. If I would have been a traditional financial coach, it's like, well, get over that. You need to go and chase this down and, you know, do these steps, right? That's not going to be helpful. (laughs) That's not going to solve exactly the real issue, which is like, what I understand from her translation of what, like my translation from what happened is it's somebody telling me I'm afraid that I would get to the same place that I was a year ago, that Mm -hmm. I don't like it because of my reaction to that place that I was in. And therefore I'm going to hide another week and not think about the payment that hasn't come yet. How is that helpful for business? (laughs) Right. Right. But our minds will just do all kinds of things to keep us safe, even if it's not keeping us safe, you know? So yeah. Right. Right. Well, I have a question. It's more of a, it's, you know, curiosities. What is your favorite like money topic to explore right now? Like what's lighting you up in this realm? Sounds like everything, but like if you everything, pick one. <laughs> everything. Yes. If I can pick one, it will be pricing for sure. Okay. It will Tell be me more pricing. About that. Yeah. It will be pricing because it's the most underestimated topic, but is what it shows the most um, unhelpful narratives and all programming that doesn't help with business. I and for a long time I also overlooked pricing. Like, ah, what would I teach people about pricing? And uh, but for the last year, I've been analyzing my clients' behaviors and how they say oh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, We can just put an offer of $200 or $300 or whatever. And then we just go and go on sales. Um, And they avoid topic. First alarm of financial trauma. (laughs) Um, Then furthermore, you go and you ask, okay, why the $200? Oh, well, I saw in some markets, this is, uh, you know, this is the average. That's cool, but what does it mean for you? Do do you have your cost covered? Well, I don't know. I had actually one of my clients that she gave me all of the answers. Say, yeah, I I did it. And then after she finished, because she's a a crystal healer, after she finished a wonderful event about cacao ceremony here, she goes and tells me as well, uh, it's here in person. And she goes like, 
Ale, I need to have a confession. <laughs> I parked my car in the wrong side, and now I got a fine of $150 to come here on the cacao. I didn't make any profit on this. In fact, I'm down $50. And that's when you understand pricing is not just about a number for your customers. All of those little things that you cannot foresee have to be in your pricing, but you cannot see it objectively until you clear them helpful narratives because behind pricing, you are hiding the, is this going to work? Am I doing a good job? Am I experienced enough? You're hiding all of the narratives that you don't want to show the world and you are putting it in a number. It's really the translation of it. And then your clients, let's say you put a low ticket offer, you feel good because you're selling but does it help your business in a strategic way? It may or may not work. And does it help your mind? That's mm-hmm. the most important. Does it help your mind to build the confidence, to build the understanding of your customers through your pricing? So right now I'm like half open up in a whole different way about this beautiful pricing that uh, some people say, well, it's a pricing psychology. It's not a pricing psychology. It's not, it's not about what number you should put at the end or at the beginning. So people are more. It's not about mm-hmm. that. I don't care about that. Uh, I, what I care about is that I'm building the mind and the character of a female entrepreneur through something so simple that is pricing, but that is going to be long lasting for her. Right. I love that. I do think that pricing is like you're saying, it's kind of underestimated in that sense. And, but a lot of people do struggle with that or like, what do they start with? Or they look, they're like, what I'm offering, I don't even know anyone who offers that. And like, some people don't share their prices or, you know, and for me um, now, I mean, I, so it's like, so spirit led, I just heard like, don't go by the amount of time it takes, go by the amount of energy you're putting out. And that's like how I live my life. And so that's how my pricing is basically, well, how much energy is that? And then how much is that worth for me right now? Knowing that that can also change. And I think that's where people, and I don't mean changes in cutting it down. I mean, changes in it's going to increase over time, but it's, you know, I, so for me, it's, yeah, it's like that value too. And, um, I do, I just think about that with the cacao and crystal here that, you know, and I just, I mind's like, what limiting beliefs are there? <laughs> That's like, you know, like, and I feel for that person because yeah. it's a lot of energy and effort to put in. And if, to be honest, I'm thinking only a hundred dollars for that event. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause of how much goes into it, into that right. as a, as a person who has hosted ceremony and circle, just like knowing what goes into it. But then I do feel like there's that for me, like that mentality, I hear people saying like, well, my mentor doesn't think people should charge for ritual or, you know what I mean? Or spiritual stuff, or because I love it, I shouldn't charge. But then I'm like, well, what's your, is your mentor burnt out and exhausted? Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of like, is that what you want to do? No. Okay. You know, it's like, if that's yeah. if following, if, yeah. if I'm making yeah. any sense. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it totally makes sense. And here's the thing, because we haven't been taught exactly how to charge for your energy or how to charge for something that is not tangible then it becomes so difficult but the good news is that 
because you haven't been taught, it doesn't mean that it's a reality. You can change that reality. Just to put you a very plain example, um, I change my prices all the time. Like every, like every, what, this, I think this week I changed again the price for the income accelerator, the 12, the eight weeks program. No, it was 12 weeks, reduce it down to eight and then prices increases because my energy, it's such a valuable resource. Mm-hmm. And because I value my energy, I know that when the person sits down there for the session, it's going to get years of shortcuts and cutting down and stuff like that that I want her to appreciate that too and the Mm -hmm. only way that is going to appreciate that is if I appreciate it first and the way that I appreciate that is through my pricing I love that you know it's (laughs) while you're talking about this too I'm thinking of just other beliefs like even just with the pricing or like our energy right I feel like as women we've given a lot of our energy right? Like yeah. that's, you know, um, even like as little girls, like, oh, you made, you made your uncle feel bad because you didn't give him a hug. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's just that all that kind of stuff where it's like not as valued. It's not valued. And I, I value my time and my energy so much. Right. So that's like a high value for me and who I spend my time with. I also want them, I value them and their time and I want them to value me and my time and my energy. And I don't know, it just got me thinking like, all of that all of these little things now you're just my brain is going like with (laughs) especially for for female entrepreneurs how that could be really affecting them just those little things that we've been dealt we bring up the word patriarchy a lot on this but patriarchy hurts everyone men too and it's 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 hurting us those little things (laughs) yeah so it's ah. yeah the thing is that and and here's a, a change that I have made and that has been very helpful for me it's not about who have done things to hurting us or even to hurt us is like it is the way it is right now doesn't mean that it's going to be forever because we are changing but I decide that it's not going to be like that for me yes yes it's 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 simply I like hey I understand that you don't value your time like let's say we are having a conversation with somebody else that tried to tell us well sell it for I don't know $37 because otherwise nobody's gonna buy if you feel that this is more valuable go with that feeling I know it's more than just the feeling I work with this it's not just the feeling is the the narratives that will make you pop a number on your head but if you have a feeling that this is more valuable why you don't go with that feeling even if you fail on it, you have assured your brain that it's a safe thing to do, that you're not going to die. Literally, that's what the brains are there right. for. It's like, oh, I'm not going to die. Like, I'm alive still. Like, I increased my, my prices three times and I'm still alive. Okay, nice. Now, the second thing that will come is like, well, you're alive, but you don't have clients. So that means that you're dead in business, right? Then prove to yourself that that's not true and the way that you prove to yourself that's not true you can do it through subconscious reprogramming or you can do it by finding strategies to have clients right so you always have to work with your brain and not against it because this little part of of 
the human being, it's always the most powerful. You're going to get frozen or you're going to get motivated. You're going to get only if mind understands something. So try to find the comfort within yourself to tell your brain, yeah, I know that this has been this way, but it doesn't have to be because we decide. And to show you that we are going to be okay, then we are just going to jump right in to do it. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. And I love that I totally can see like you totally love talking about pricing and I can see why it is such yeah. a valuable, just a valuable topic because I bet if we were sitting in a room with a hundred people, a hundred like female entrepreneurs and we were like, raise your hand if you've ever struggled with pricing. Every single female entrepreneur that I know has struggled with pricing. So I'm guaranteeing yeah. like that 75% would raise their hand and say yes. I mean, maybe everyone. Um, yeah. Because it, I do feel like it's, and as you grow in business, at least for me, and I was able to recognize just my inherent value and what I can offer, um, it's easier to get pricing, I feel like, at least for me, um, as that stuff shifts. And I remember, like you were saying, one of your top two was just like, do I know enough? Like, am I experienced enough? Mm-hmm. Before, mm-hmm. You know, while you were getting into it. And it's like, yes, just because we all have value, just we all have something to offer, whether we take a course or not, because we all have life experience. But um, you know, that's going to shift as that clears your pricing is going to exactly. be easier. Right. Okay. I was like, are we getting, yeah. are we saying the same? Yeah. Okay. Well, I would like to ask what is a number one piece of advice that you have for new entrepreneurs who are just getting started? Mm. Oh my God. So much things. Um, I think no, I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for once pay attention to these literally when you figure these out from all the angles you are saving so much headache along the line again because of the narratives behind it but that aside I would really would really love to that people starting with their businesses will listen less to the outside and listen more to the what they are saying what their motivation to do business is what their idea of business are um because if you're just going by oh well, I'm, i want to make money and i'm a finance coach i i'm supposed to say go for the money because that's how they have been programmed me to say at a university it's not about it financial coaching is not about money it's about all the things that got you to believe that it was about money that is really what it is it's never about money so if you get something today just go and and quiet yourself for for a little time for maybe 15 minutes why do I want to be in business why do I want to create whatever I want to create and hug that voice for as long as you can because there are some times that you're gonna think oh shit why am I doing this for like I don't know where I'm going anymore and that is what is going to get you through (laughs) yeah it's I mean I I tell everybody I work here in a co-working space in in the Netherlands and sometimes I come with my music so loud and I just walk running through my days I'm like some out of it and people is like they already know like uh oh she's finding herself like okay let her go with her music whatever we all have it we we're in a space of 
almost 20 people we all have those days because we are all entrepreneurs yeah. it's just like yeah. it's normal it's part of the process we don't know what the hell are we doing every like every week but that's okay because we also know in, in this case how to come back from it in the like we know what is and what is more interesting is that we can pick on those narratives or I can pick on those narratives and then transform it, reprogram it and use it for, for our, um, you know, purpose. Right. Yes. Well, and also like if you are an entrepreneur and maybe you're just getting started, maybe you're not and you're like having that lull, but you still have that love for your business in you. It's like, keep going. You know, I think there's huh. like, there's so much information out there. Well, where can people find you? Um, and do you have, you have online offers so like people can work with you from all over the world. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, best place is if you go to Instagram, I'm like at money mindset expert, money mindset expert. Yes. Uh, on Instagram, you can just send me a message there and you can also see all of my offers on the link in bio. Um, or if you go to my website, themoneymindsethub.com, then you will find all of the different offers as well. Right now, like I said, pricing is on top of it so right now you can find the reprogramming for pricing um right there on their the services under the programs and it's going a very good a week of reprogramming uh, I'm, I'm in love with the sps series the smart pricing uh, secrets because it's really like mind opening blow yes. and then you clear that up and then you are able to go on your way and do stuff for your business I love it. When all of that, as always, is going to be in the show notes. So <laughs> they can, they can easily click it. They can easily find you on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on Alejandra. I really appreciated it. I love talking about money. So thank you. I can totally feel your passion. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for hopping on today. I would love to know your favorite takeaway from this episode. You can find me on Instagram at a nourishing place, or let me know in your review. Community is so important to me and within a nourishing place. I would love to connect with you further. Sending you so many blessings and so much love.